cutting edge revolutionary technology out there, uh, specifically narrow and wide web printers. A myth right now is that really high quality print is gonna be some kind of a litho. Yeah, I love this show, man. So we have a lot of new products. How kids have a career path, tremendous opportunities for them to grow through their career path. To me, it's a game changer. Welcome to Ink and Updates, your touch point for the flexographic industry. Stay informed about industry news and advertise your business or service to the community. All right, well, hello and welcome back to Ink and Updates. We're kicking off day two of the Label Expo here in Chicago at the Ronald E. Stevens Convention Center. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's been, day a, two. It, it's been a good turnout and we're having a lot of fun uh, doing our podcast of Ink and Updates here for Interactive Inks and Coatings. Sitting down with us today is Lee Klutz, uh, president of Harper Imaging. We greatly appreciate you coming down and sitting down with us. If you could tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your company. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. This is a great show. Again, my name is Lee Klutz, uh, president of Harper. I'm also a third generation Harper. So Ron and Catherine Harper were my grandparents and just proud to carry on their legacy and th this great company. Uh, we're an Analogs uh, provider, the main provider for printing presses. And we also supply uh, press side supplies with our Harper Scientific Division, hand proofers and things like that, as well as our hex division with plate sleeves and bridges and stuff like that. So. Yeah. That's a great family tradition, I mean, I mean, you're third generation, yeah. right? Grandparents started the business mm -hmm. and uh, still family owned and still, you know, carrying on worldwide company. Yeah. Correct. Now, yeah. I mean, is there a continent that you're not selling or working, you know, having analogs on or no? No. Other than Antarctica, maybe? Yeah, well, at least not on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> So I was hoping we could talk a little bit about, uh, I do have some questions from, from Pressman and things like that, and I wanted to talk a little bit of, about the uh, differences in graving technology, particularly over the last 10 years. How has it evolved? What's new? What's, what's, what's coming? That kind of stuff. Yeah, well, great question, and it's a, it's evolved tremendously, you know, starting with the actual coding application, which is, you know, the, the candy shell for engraving, just scientific measures now, and it's, it's come a long way from even five years ago, um, the surface that you're actually engraving. And then with the new fiber optic technology and the lasers is, is tremendously helped with uh, repeatability, consistency, and also with all the scientific measurements now. So we can help you know customers with, with tighter delta E's and things like that just because of the ceramic and, and the engraving. And you know, a lot of a lot of new engravings are out today. That, that's kind of a, a big talk today: is what engravings are good for me. And and we still feel that the 60 degree hex is pretty much still the the main one, the foundation. Uh, but we do have new types of engravings that are coming out uh, later this year, first of next year. Uh, and and a lot of that uh, is more in the channeled engraving side when you're looking at coatings and flows and, and things like that. So we got some some new exciting type engravings that are that are coming out uh, that we think is going to work very well. Okay, so analogs is that are more geared towards maybe uh, backing white on film substrates and things like that, uh, coatings. Correct. Those are what's coming out. Correct. Excellent. So um, under normal wear conditions, how long would you expect your your normal life expectancy to be? For an analog, like let's say you're you're. So of course, this is a question this from, is a question. from yep. a, like a, a pressman, right? He's gonna right. buy your analogs or stuff. Like, right. I'm just trying to go down and try and answer or ask some of the questions that I think the majority of the pressman would ask. Absolutely, it's a fair question, and uh, and, and really, it, it all depends. If you take care of your analogs rolls and, and treat them right with care and maintenance, you, you you have proper pressures and kiss impressions and things like that. I mean, I, I've seen rolls that uh, we're getting that are 15 years old back. 
That's um, awesome. Yeah. And, and so if they're taken care of, they can, they can last forever. And then, you know, and I was also kind of know what, what types of blades and, and what types and what is in your inks and are you, you filtering them and taking care of, of that kind of stuff. And Sure, you bring up a good point there actually to touch on inks. Uh, do water-based solvent UV inks tend to be more, which one of those would be more aggressive towards the analogs or are there analogs that you would recommend for specific ink systems? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it should be able to use them for any kind. There shouldn't be much of a difference. Uh, again, it's just all in uh, the care and maintenance of it. Um, it's it's a, a multiverse kind of ceramic, you know, that can be utilized in, in any type. And as long as you're not letting, you know, ink dry or coatings dry, and, and then what type of chemicals or cleaning systems you're using to keep keep those maintained. Right. Well, I mean, there was a there was a flash bulb that we talked about that uh, Flexel magazine had come out, and they just did really just a flash bulb of uh, printers around the country, and it was like, when, wh how often, and when do you clean your analogs, right? And so one of them was every seven to 10 days, one of them was every couple months, and then the other one was like, uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. Right, and so from, a, from an ink manufacturer's standpoint, we're like, well, that dramatically affects your color when you're not cleaning your analogs, but I mean, that must drive you guys crazy when you know they're sending these analogs back to you and it's just like years of built up uh, you know, oh, absolutely, in and then you know, layers of different colors. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, too. right. Yeah. So there's a history like strata, right? <laughs> you go back then, back to the jobs, right? Yeah, absolutely. So best practices for cleaning. I see on your website here that you guys absolutely sell. You guys sell solutions through Harper Scientific for cleaning not only uh, these hand proofer type analogs, but for press analogs. I think there's a lot of solutions that are out there for that. Is there anything that you recommend absolutely not be used uh, on analogs on Isopropyl yeah. alcohol, for example, things like that. Right, sulfuric acid, things like that, anything that can blister. You know, know your pHs. Uh, that's that's a big thing. Is is And then your, you know, soap times, things like that. Even though you can have a, a decent pH cleaner, you know, if you sit there and leave it in for 24 hours, I mean, what's what's happening with any of that is right. it's attacking, getting under that coating, it's attacking the base metal, and then, you know, it causes blisters or delamination. So... And, and that's can be that can happen with any type of even cleaning systems uh, okay. as well. You know, if you're just not using the proper chemicals or the proper methods or techniques, then you know you're going to have a lot of issues, expensive issues. Okay. So, what would be some of the differences between uh, laser engraving and um, is there a, mechanical mechanical engraving? The old mechanical. Yeah. yeah um, well, the. The difference of uh, mechanical, you know, is it's a great release system. You know, the ink release was almost like 100% on that. When you're looking at a ceramic, it's somewhere around 54% as far as ink release. And it had a great release in mechanical. The problem with mechanical was, is, you know, you use like a knurling uh, wheel, which would tend to wear out on the larger roll. So by the time you get halfway through, your, your wheel was kind of wore out. So you'd have a little bit of inconsistencies and volumes there. The other thing was, is you know, your your chrome plating that you actually put on there was about four thou thick. So, you know, it was great when metering with rolls, but when doctor blades were introduced, it just wears that chrome really quick. And you know, four to six weeks, you're replacing your analogs roll. So, and then you know, ceramic is of course a lot more you know resilient to that and can hold up you know a lot better than that. And then that's what you know, we're just trying to chase today is just those release characteristics that, uh, you know, to increase that. So the higher porosity that you have in your ceramic, of course, the lower, you know, uh, that release percentage is. And 
and uh, some you know are down below 50%. So you know that, that can create a lot of you know uncertainty in printing and, and release if you're you know releasing 40% of your ink. So I mean right. 60% of that ink can stay in those cells, and then you're back to your whole cleaning issue. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the industry in general. You guys are at the Label Expo. We're here live. Um, 2018. 2018. Again, 29 years. Uh, this is the 29th year yeah, since right. Label Expo started, right? And uh, started in like this little room 29 years ago. There was no digital printing. There was uh, uh, very little, probably presses, maybe you know one or two at, at best. But now we're like 200,000 square feet sitting here, three different rooms, probably 400 plus vendors. And you know when we when we think about all those things going on in the industry, where does Lee think about where the industry's going. I mean, obviously we have issues bringing with uh, getting new talent, you know, into into the industry, and and uh, we've talked uh, about that uh, a little bit. But uh, you know, I mean, if if your if your crystal ball is calibrated properly, you know, what, what do you what do you think? Uh, how, how's the industry doing? Uh, I I think the industry's doing a lot better. I mean, I think they're making a comeback. Really, I mean, the last two years. I, you know, it was a little bit slow for various reasons, um, but I, I see a major comeback uh, this year. There's a lot of uh, excitement, a lot of hype, um, you know, people out there actually wanting to, to spend some money and buy capital equipment. Um, and on, on our side, I mean, it's going great. I mean, when, when people were buying presses, you know, two, three years ago, especially on a narrow website, for instance, they were buying, you know, 10 to 15 maybe analogs rolls. And now, you know, we're seeing the old school quantities where they're 40 plus wow. for a press and and it's pretty exciting that's awesome yes yes so it's definitely a lot of excitement there uh, is there any uh, technology advancements in the industry in general that you're excited about yeah i mean i you know i am a little bit excited about you know kind of where the the hybrid honestly the the digital flexo presses are going okay. um you know because what we're seeing there is um, a lot of customers are, are kind of going that route for speed, so they're getting that speed out of there, plus that customization, and and it seems like a, a really interesting uh, you know, technology that that's coming along. So, you know, plus you know, to focus on the flexo again, you know, you got smaller kind of change outs, like you know, quicker change outs going instead of these long runs, and so that's where you know sleeves are coming into place in the flexo industry to help things you know get quick changes and sure. and also you know we're actually working on a new technology uh that's hopefully going to really advance the ink transfer system um hopefully by the end of this year first of next so. okay so i mean this is label expo right right and so i mean what what are you revealing uh, you know, maybe just between the three of us, you know, <laughs> <laughs> over a podcast, <laughs> right, right, right? You know, but here, so I, obviously, there's probably a reveal. I mean, uh, uh, for this show, right? And you've got some new technologies coming uh, later on this year, right. but so I mean, you know, what's the big driver today for uh, Harper and uh, you know, at Label Expo 2018? Yeah, well, uh, Harper has always been involved in some sort of R and D all the time. Okay. Um, and, and definitely in education and, and helping, you know, with assistance from colleges and, and high schools and things on, on seeing what they're seeing. You know, of course, you're looking at the millennials and, you know, hearing a different take on things and what they're kind of seeing, how they can help, you know, drive a, a bit of this. And um, so we have a lot of new products and that we're actually coming out. And so we're just kind of 
stepping them out one at a time in a sense. So we got the new performance wash that's out. We also have the new QD printer that's out. Okay. Uh, so that's a brand new. So that's like an upscale from the the, Q, uh, the QD proofer system. Okay. Um, so it's all digital and you can put in up to 150 feet a minute. So you can kind of, you know. Uh, so it's going to simulate, is it going to simulate printing at 150 feet a minute? Correct. Okay. Correct. And, you know, so that way it's the same. You can do the same drawdown, dry rates, things like that. And so we got cleaners, we got uh, proofers uh, or the printer, and we also have these new engravings that are coming out. And then, then we're gonna come out with the knockout punch right after okay. all this. All good right, stuff. So, so so brand new for 2019, right? So we're not gonna break. Uh, we're not gonna break any. No breaking news today. That's right. I mean, we actually have it, but it's under it's under R and D now. So okay. um, we're, we're we're testing it. Uh, and, so and I'm gonna have to like twist Alan Rogers' arm, right, to get. Uh, well, he's in cells, and we don't tell them very much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that works, actually. Right, right, right. I understand that, actually. Yeah, I actually do understand that. you got to throw them pieces at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get really excited. We'll talk about it next year. That's right. right. <laughs> All right, so a little bit more of a serious subject. Uh, a lot of changes in raw material availability, trading worldwide. Um, Tariffs. Have, have you experienced any of those challenges? And if so, um, you know how are you handling them and preparing for them? Yeah, um, most of what we're kind of seeing is from our subcontractors that, you know, provide certain supplies to us. And we're really seeing it mostly as um, not really with steel, but aluminum. Um, a lot of that tubing uh, does come from Europe. Um, but I don't really see at this point a, a price issue. It's just more of an availability issue. So from talking to a lot of our subs that they're, they're actually buying, you know, like large tubes or bulk tubing things like that to get it over here because I think what what's happened more so is when they heard it it becomes a panic and everybody it's kind of like when you know they, they hear a storm right. coming you can't find a loaf of bread on the shelf sure uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. yeah yeah I, mean, I, I actually lived in Tennessee for a little bit and I was, I was walked into the grocery store and everybody's in a panic and like there's no bread there's no milk there's anything and I'm like what's going on they're like well it's gonna snow tomorrow right and I'm like well how much is gonna snow and they're like well we could get up to three inches I'm like you do know you can open your door when that happens right I mean, right it's, it's gonna be okay all right yeah so you don't foresee those uh, any of the trade deals that are gonna change affecting your business long term you know, we just have to see where it goes. Don't really know, um, kind of until it's it's actually in writing and, and it it's there. Then, you know, at this point, we can't speculate, and we just got to continue yeah. to move forward and and do what we we do. And and if it happens, then you know, we'll just have to rebound. I mean, the biggest thing that we have to make sure is honestly is that people don't take advantage of it. Is where you kind of right. see to where they're yeah. saying, oh, it's coming, so we're going to jack it up 20%. It's right. kind of like, well, okay. Giving you a 30% price increase before the 30% price increase yeah, comes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So. No, I understand. We're dealing with that. Uh, in our industry with the raw materials, particularly UVs, being hit pretty hard with photo initiators out of China. Yeah. Uh, but that was happening years, a couple of years now. For, I mean, they had a lot of stringent uh, environmental regulations that really started to hurt us. But then, you know, the trade deals, that's all coming down. So it's very... You know, wavy. We're not concerned about it either. It's just one of those things that you kind of got to take it as it comes. Yeah, and you know, keep your eye out. You know, educate yourself about it, and right. you know, and then that's how you can uh, kind of keep your suppliers in line a little bit too. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, unless you have anything else, Tom. No. Hey, look. Uh, thanks for coming on. This is so just. You know, really quick, the show's going really great for you guys. Uh, I mean, this place has been jam packed. Yes. You know, yesterday, today, we survived day one. 
we're going to go into the day two. Uh, anything you want to tell uh, our audience about Harper before we go? Oh, yeah, we're still here. We're still strong. and uh, Still in the same know, spot? Yeah, still in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> so come, come see us. Uh, we're always rolling out some deals. And, hey, we're, we're here to help you. And, uh, you know, I definitely like to give a shout-out to everybody, um, you know, to, to kind of get involved, you know, with for the Phoenix Challenge, give them a little shout-out yeah, right. for the yeah, education absolutely. part. So Yeah, we had the kids from South Carolina here yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah Clemson, Clemson University, I believe. Right. And, yeah. yeah, the great, great programs all, all around, and, and that's the biggest concern right now that we hear out there. Is, so you guys is, are involved in that, right? You guys are involved in, like, uh, help, helping with the Phoenix Challenge and getting kids involved in, in, uh, in, in really sponsoring a lot of events to, uh, you know, really spur kids on to get into our industry, right? I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the future, and, you know, that's the one thing that you hear out there is, is we talk about where's the talent, you know, where right. – Where's the up and comers, and you know where are they at, and um, there that's where they're at, you know. So and they, they could use all the help they can get and industry involvement, and you know because that's our future. That's our future press operators, our, our management and ownership and business leaders. And, yeah, right. You know, it's that, all coming out. Of, right. That's that's where we're at, and we we don't need to lose them to you know to, to marketing or or something like that because there's there's more to the printing than just the marketing yeah and 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 it's literally an industry that they touch every day every time they go to the grocery store they're touching you know this industry right so we want to we want to keep them involved so uh absolutely and the other one out there is flexotech i mean they're you know 13 week program they train send them there they'll train operators up ready to go they come they hit the floor running i mean these are two great programs yeah uh that that could you know use some help and tension yeah we actually had sean etchin on on yesterday and and uh he's been on our podcast a couple times and and uh really his school they they really started that school out of a need right uh because they're like hey we need we need press press guys we need we need guys trained up and ready to go and how are we going to do that where are we going to find them and they're like well Let's start a, start a school and start training our own people, right? right? So, uh, and he's packed. He's busy. He's like, uh, I I need you know I need another press and I need uh, another instructor. Right, yeah. right. And being involved with the high school program, I mean, you got to figure that uh, not a, not all of them go to college. I mean, they, they either have no interest or they can't afford it at this time. And you know, it's kind of a gateway for them. You know, that they to get involved and you can find a, a sharp press operator to come in there at that point. They can go to a local tech school, things like that, and then you know, they're, they're the rising star. And you know, some of these tech schools are getting calls every every day. Who do you got? We need to put them to work tomorrow. That's right. Right? And, uh, and you're like, ah, uh, uh, you know, I don't have, even the tech schools are like, I don't even really have an answer for you. you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that that's where it's at. Work with them, and, and there you go. Excellent. So, uh, someone wants to get in touch with you, get in touch with Harper, where do they go? What website? And sit. Yeah, harperimage.com. There's a website there, and, uh, you know, and. Look us up. Look us up. That's I it. like it. it plain and simple. Up. It's I worth it. a Google, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Lee, for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. We wish oh, yeah. you the best of luck uh, in your future endeavors and, of course, at the trade show. And uh, come back uh, in January. 
of 2019 and tell us what you're revealing, yeah, right? Okay, right. We'll all right. We'll give you breaking news. It's going to be a southern region, right? right we'll do whatever. Whatever, <laughs> right. whatever you want to do, there, man. There you go. I'd love to we, be back. We, we can pick all this up and move it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, okay. hey, I look forward to this podcast being your highest ranked one. So. Hey, well, very very well could be. <laughs> he told us he would give, he told us he would give us, what, one hour and one minute. So. One hour and one, one minute one if well, you need it. 20 minutes and three seconds. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about? How about them bears? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Make it a great day, huh? All right. All right absolutely. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Ink and Updates, the podcast for all you flexo junkies out there. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want to hear us discuss, feel free to drop us a line at our text and voice message line. That's 833-ASK-INKS, 833-275-4657. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.interactiveinks.com, to catch up on all the latest podcasts and also to see what Interactive Inks and Codings can do for you. Thank you for listening and make it a great day.